Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And internationally, we want you to know you are live with Apostle John L. Solomon, the lion among lions in the lion's den. It's my purpose today to bring you strength. Strength from the lion's den is a compelling talk show that discusses life's difficult situations through relevant topics, important issues, and empowerment from a biblical perspective. The lion's den will bring you the energy of encouragement, transcendent godly wisdom, the efficacy of knowledge and education, and primarily strength to the weary and the victorious in life through our sourcehood of our connection with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So you know what to do right now, listeners. Go ahead and roar. Victory. Come on, let it out. Come on, roar for your prosperity. Yeah, roar for your deliverance. Come on, just roar. A, a, a rough day. Come on, roar. Come on, let it all out. Listen. Yeah, that line is all in tonight. Come on. Oh, we got we got something for you tonight. I'm telling you. Uh, I got I got my, my my guest tonight. Listen, my big brother ain't on tonight. He got some business to tend. He always up for something. But nevertheless, Mr. CEO, shout out to you, Prophet Philip Reed. We love you, brother. But tonight I still got a show for you. I got an incredible life former. And when you there's more than meets the eye here. So you know, like the iceberg sticking up, it's on top, but it's so much more underneath. You be like, wow. So listen, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know who I have on here tonight. My guest is a North Carolina native, currently resides in Norcross, Georgia. Her passion has always been to work with special needs kids and has done so for 12 years, whose path began at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. See, seeing the difficulties these kids endure, she conceived the desire to advocate for them and bring awareness to the many sicknesses that are unknown to most, as well as to highlight where and how communities can help make a difference 
in these children's lives. Being fully inspired, she started her own 501c3 nonprofit youth foundation, International Talent Elite Enterprise, geared towards youth interested in performing arts and entertainment where character building, exploring, talent development, self-confidence, focusing on bullying and teen suicide as well as life coaching. Also, fundraising for our, for their special needs or families in need or advocating on anything that may be affecting them. Her foundation fo- focuses on our youth and inspires them to be successful. Building self-confidence and self-worth is her focus for the youth. She feels that this is her passion as well as her calling. God is using her to be a guiding light and a community leader to assist in the bright future of our youth. But not only that, she hosts various annual talent and fashion shows to raise donations for many of her charities, pediatric cancer, autism, sickle cell, obesity, teen bullying, suicide, to name a few. Annual Bowl for Souls Christmas Toy Drive, Back to School Drive, partnering, volunteering with other uh, positive organizations. So you also find her at almost every charity event held throughout the city where she extends herself in the community to raise awareness and support so many causes. And not only that, man, she enjoys doing it. How many of y'all can say that? Y'all come on. Listen, I got to continue. She's a radio personality at ATL Connect Radio Show. Kente Carpet Host at first annual Apex Pyramid Awards. Red Carpet Host, immediate advocate and community demonstrator, public service man, woman, a trendsetter, Atlanta socialite, fashion coordinator, event planner, advisor. You just want me to keep going on. I can tell you. Life and empowerment coach. Listen, not only that, I, I, I'm, almost, I'm almost finished. I just got to let y'all know who I'm talking to tonight. I'm talking to somebody who's somebody who's somebody. Listen, she's highly decorated. In 2013, she had the I'm Everyone Award for Community uh, Excellence from the Steel Standing Foundation for Domestic Violence Survivors. She was nominated for 2014 Community Excellence Award called the Rice Award, 2015 SOFAC Unsung Heroine Award presented by Judd Hatchett, won ATL Hottest Cares 2016 Award, nominated for Miss Atlanta's Hottest in 2017. My God, you can find her pursuing her acting career in shows such as BT's Being Mary Jane, season four, Star of Survivor's Remorse, season four, Making Moves, the uh, movie. I like that, Making Moves. See, that's what we're doing. Anyway, Beauty and the Beholder, and Bravo's Married to the Medicine stage and a stage play. She's the advocate, the socialite, the amazing Lady M, Marcella Phillips. So glad to have you here tonight. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Give me it up. Give me it up. You got the crowd going crazy. You was getting tired. I was getting tired, too. You know, (laughs) you you mentioning all those things. uh, I'm like, wow, I have been busy. Yes, you have. I wouldn't get tired of reading. I would get tired of seeing men. I would have been tired doing all this. You, you have you have done that. You, I, I can see the work gloves and the shovel in your hand right now from just doing it. And, and, and that's powerful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I forgot. Oh, I forgot. I, I forgot. The producer told me to make sure. I was supposed to bring you out with a song. Hey, what what song did y'all give me? Uh, what song did y'all give me for? I, I'm trying to see the song. And every time I hear something hot, yeah, that's my song. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> come on, that's it. Come on. Right oh, we go. Come on. Right here. Come on. It makes you wanna. Oh, yeah. 
Okay, all right. All right, y'all need to dance for now. Okay, okay, okay. Cut, <laughs> cut the beat, DJ. We got an interview to do. We got an interview to do. I was thinking, I was thinking it was going to be I'm Every Woman. It's all in me. <laughs> you, you know what? That, that, that's what we should have went with. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do that next season. <laughs> hey, we, we're so excited. You you are my, in this season two, you are my final guest. And, you know, next week we will have a, the best of the Lions game. But I'm so glad to have such a, a busy and energized woman who's doing something special in your positive energy. Now, I, I just want to ask you one question. I've never asked any any of my guests this question. It just, as we were forming the show and building around you, I just want to know, uh, what was your childhood like? What was my childhood like? Um, my childhood was like, wow. We 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 um we have a big big family big family um I come wow. from a big family um I was the one the light in the midst mm. of all the kids <laughs> I was mm. the one the quiet one the one that tried to stay out of trouble um, sometimes I did I <laughs> throw a rock and then hide my hands behind my back but I never got caught <laughs> you know I was that kid. Uh, <laughs> And, and that's, um, the kid to be. that's the kid to be right there. Yeah, that was the kid to be. And I just, just watched it back and watched everybody else get in trouble. And, and I learned from what not to do <laughs> from uh, their mistakes, so you know. Um, just try mm-hmm. to lead by example, you know, just try to be. I always had older people who mentored me. I had an old soul, so I like to hang around mm-hmm. older people, learn a lot. They taught me so much about life and and how to carry myself and not to, um, you know, mix myself with trouble and stuff like that. So right. it, it was, it was graceful. It it, it really mm-hmm. was. Um, I had a great childhood. I watched my mom. Um, our house was kind of like the safe haven house for a lot of kids who mm-hmm. um, were having trouble at home and they would run to mm-hmm. our house. We would hide them. And we were just so passionate about that. And uh, we always worried about them when they w- did go home. And, you know, my mom always intervened in, in those situations. So that was kind of like how our house was. So it's kind of like I'm walking into my mom um, mm-hmm. a little bit. Like I see some reflections of those things um, yeah. in my childhood as now, as I'm, I'm getting older and walking into my mm-hmm. passion and my purpose and all that. So, yeah, I had a good That's childhood. You, you, you. That's okay. That's great. And you're doing what you were growing up doing. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, how, yeah. yeah. How, how did you uh, become the woman you are today? Um, by it, it, it was overnight. It, it was overnight. Overnight, right? It just happened overnight. It just happened overnight. <laughs> overnight. Just um, bam. Wake up. You was there. Just, just woke up like <laughs> this. I just woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, how I became the woman I am today, um, just the strength, just, just the strength of my mom, just inheritance of her, um, just her being the woman that she was and all the the things that she battled. Um, it just, just me watching her and, um, she really inspired me so much. Um, I lost my mom, Mm -hmm. um, three and a half years ago and, um, Mm And I just admired her strength. She went through so much, you know, sicknesses, wow. domestic violence, and um, she was just always a giver, you know, 
she was a life coach and didn't realize she was a life coach. Um, everybody always came to her, yeah, for uh, whatever problems, issues that they were having. Our house was just that house. And so mm-hmm. we were the people's house, you know. And so that that's how I became who I am through my mom, you know, just watching her and, and her inspiring me to just be kind and be nice and always being there mm-hmm. to help others, you know, that was. That was just a mm-hmm. normal thing for me. Well, we we certainly appreciate your mother and she and who she produced you to be. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I I have a mm-hmm. I have another I have another beautiful lady on the line who wants to chime in and say something to you. Um, you know I I, okay. I work with a lot. Uh, uh, caller, are you on the air, caller? Yes, I'm here. Uh, caller, you want to say something Hi, to our special guest tonight? <laughs> Hello, Marcella. This is Lisa Solomon. Hi, Lisa. <laughs> Hi, beautiful. How are, How are you? I'm wonderful. <laughs> we are so excited to have you on the show, and I'm looking forward to um, being at the event in January. And we are just excited about all of the things that you are doing for the youth. And I just want to say thank you. That is just awesome. Oh, thank you mm-hmm. so much. I thank you for your support. I thank you mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> Most definitely. Okay. We're going to give you that. <laughs> oh. Thank you. All right. Oh, all right, Lady Lisa, you can't take over my show now. You're supposed to say just a few <laughs> words. You're trying to, you're just well, nice, okay. nice talking thank to you, Lisa. Thank you, thank you right. for chiming thank in. You. All right. Thank you. <laughs> all right. That was my wife trying to take over the show, but hey, I got it back now. We back <laughs> back on the interview. Because you know what, what John, we will talk. We will talk, and we will take over the show. We will talk. Boy, you, you bet. You bet. Hey, I've had I've had a, I've had shows where we have several women on the show, and a few. Boy, this one lady, this one lady, she went on and on and on, and I was like, okay, John, be the moderator. You gotta shut it. You gotta shut it down. <laughs> like, can, can other people get in? You know. <laughs> no. Hey, in, in, in your bio, it talked about you working with the children, which we see now has already been in your resume from a little one. Uh, at the hospital, how, how, well, I was gonna say, how were you influenced by by that? But how did that make you feel being being there among the kids? Um. Well, it wasn't what I anticipated. Number one. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Was not what I anticipated uh, working with Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. Um, I first mm-hmm. worked at Image Children's Center, and it was a um, it was a, a center for um, children as well, diabetes, neurology, uh, neurology, um, all types of um, things that you know the kids were going through, specialties that the kids were uh, dealing with. Um, there, mm-hmm. but I decided to go to um, to transfer over to Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, and um, I was not aware that I would be working in a, a cancer center, um, like mm-hmm. really face to face with cancer kids. Um, okay. As time went on, um, I, I didn't expect to stay there as long as I did, but and it was one of those praying things. I kept asking God, you know, to remove me. I can't deal with yeah. it. I can't. Um, you know, very this emotional. is something that I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was very emotional. It was very yeah, emotional. Yeah, very emotional. And and I cried mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. every day. You know, I was like, wow, I felt like mm-hmm. I was in the the jungle. Like I was really like put to the yeah. to the ultimate test. 
um, working here. And um, but I, after a while, and he did not remove me. I I knew then that my purpose was to be there, and whatever okay. that purpose was, I needed to define it and and figure that out. Um, seven years later. <laughs> um, uh, come on now. Right, right. Seven years later, I, I did. They they did fire me at one point because I I became this advocate. I started seeing okay. some things that were not right. Ah, and uh, yeah, I got in a lot of trouble um, because <laughs> I, I I put my heart into it, and um, mm-hmm. they didn't want that. They just wanted me to come to work, focus on work, and don't get have no compassion towards the people. <laughs> and that's not mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Not how right, I was raised. Right. And and um, so they let me go, and I, I I was like, okay. So they knew that I was taking this to a different level because you have mm-hmm. cancer kids versus sickle cell kids, for example. Mm-hmm. And those sickle cell kids does not have that physical look of sickness. They just have okay. the, they like more of the internal, you know, the the pain and all right. that that goes right. with it. Right. And then the cancer right. kids, they they look like they have cancer, they look sick. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they, they felt that they were being discriminated. Like, oh, well, Miss Mar, and when they started saying, Miss Marcella, why we don't have this? And why do they get this? And they, uh, and they don't get that, yeah. you know, why are we treated? And then you mm-hmm. you hear the nurses talking and saying little things about the sickle cell kids, because, you know, of course they have color and, and, right. and uh, automatically they think because they're sick and they're in pain that they won't pain medicine which causes them mm-hmm. in their world to be um, addicts. So they want wow. the kids, want, yeah, they're calling the kids addicts at this point. And I'm, I'm mm-hmm. hearing this. I'm walking by and I'm hearing the nurses talk about the sickle cell kids. So-and-so, so-and-so came in the hospital over the weekend and, you know, they just wanted drugs and all this stuff. I'm not giving, I'm not giving them drugs and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. I was offended. So mm-hmm, I took it mm-hmm. to a higher place, and, and, and we were called to come in on a Saturday for a mandatory meeting, and um, they wanted to train the nurses um, that did not really understand what sickle cell was and, and, okay. and gave them a mandatory training for sickle cell. And and that's mm-hmm. when I got in a lot of trouble because everybody was mad at me at this point. Yeah, people mad now because you made it real. They had to come in on a real. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. What's your life like? Oh yeah, come on now. Come on. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So but but the manager the manager at the time she was a black um black lady, HR and, and she, she said, you know what? She said I'm gonna she said I'm going to make this a mandatory thing because this I'm tired of hearing this. This is not the first time I've heard of sickle cell kids getting treated differently than the the cancer kids and um of course it's sponsored by Aflac Cancer Center and then but it's blood and mm-hmm. dis- uh, blood disorders as well. So um those kids they get more privileges than the um than the sickle cell kids um through funding and all that. But I, mm-hmm. I just didn't feel it was right, especially when the kids came to me about it and, and they had like the make a wish, you know, for the cancer kids and the sickle cell doesn't they don't have the make a wish for the sickle cell kids. And I didn't think that was fair to be on the one roof and then the, these set of kids don't mm-hmm. get this and that those mm-hmm. set of kids don't get that. But sickle cell kids pass away too. They die, just like cancer kids mm-hmm. do. You know, so I don't understand that, um, make a wish why. Um, yeah. one or the other yeah on the one roof and I and I ruffled a lot of feathers and I made a lot of people feel uncomfortable and it became 
very political. They ended up calling mm-hmm. me back to work, um, com- coming back, and I came back. And then um, probably like four years later, um, I was still there, <laughs> of course. And then it got <laughs> to the point where um, it was really draining. Um, it was really draining me. Um, it, it got so, so bad. It got so political mm-hmm. where they were just like messing yeah. with me all the time. And um, mm-hmm. I had to just fight, you know, every day. Um, and then at mm-hmm. one particular point when I knew that it was over, it, this is it, because I'm going, I'm going full, I'm going head in, full force, mm-hmm. you know, um, they're really at me, they're really trying to get me out of here. So God, you know, give me a sign, you know, help me figure out what am I supposed to do on the outside. I'm really tired of working in the inside trying to advocate for these kids and do what's right and help them to understand what what um death is what life and death is and how to continue to move on until that time comes and i would always tell uh-huh. the kids you know i would remind them that god has the last say god has the final say mm-hmm. and that was my yeah. thing with them like they would tell me that they're gonna die you know like oh i only have two weeks or the doctor said i'm gonna six months and they wow, would be so man. like yeah, and you know how that is hard, like, for a child, a teenager to come up to you and tell you that the doctor gave them such an amount of time to live. And I always mm-hmm. reminded them that God has the last word. Do you understand that? God has the last word. It's not what men say. It's what God say. And I always ask them what they wanted to do. What do you want to pursue? If you had, If you wanted to do anything before you left this world... What is that one thing that you wanted to do? What's, what's that one thing? And then they will start talking about, I want to sing, I want to dance, I want to model, I want to do this or that. And then I just, just, my mind just started working, and I said, okay, let's get these kids on the stage. Let's do oh, this, man, let's do that. Oh. Who, who, do you, <laughs> who do I know? Let me use my resources, that kind of thing. And I started pulling them outside of the the clinic onto the runway, onto the stage, you know, performing oh, and stuff like that. So that's how <laughs> ITEE started. <laughs> uh huh. Wow, that's 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 incredible. Yeah, that that's in, that's incredible, man. Yeah, okay, man. I, I know, I, I know, I know. Hey, we gotta go to a break. I just I just could not cut that off. That was so incredible, <laughs> so inspiring, so yeah. touching, man. Just to hear how you know, even even in sickness among children, they're still political. You know, yeah, funding and yes. organizations and oh Absolutely. man, wow. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to go to a break. Y'all hold on. We'll be right back. We're talking to uh, Marce- Miss-, Miss Marcella Phillips. Man, she's a life former, and there's more than meets the eye. We'll be right back. Y'all hold more on. Than Have you priced more commercials than- lately? Advertising can truly break your budget. At Win, we eliminate the most common hurdle to advertising. Advertise with Win to reach potential customers locally, nationally, and internationally for as low as $150. Yes, that's right, $150 per commercial. We Inspire Network Radio is a new and rapidly growing online radio network that boasts of dynamic seasoned show hosts who are drawing audiences from across the nation and abroad. Africa, Australia, Scotland, Canada, just to name a few. We also have the technical capabilities to advertise your products and services through sound bites, slideshows, and more. No long-term contracts. You pay per show. Advertise on win, and you are sure to be a winner. 
For more information, call us 201-477-0469. Email Annie Bell at wealthmanagement-fs.org. Now, many of you are trying to become millionaires on a middle class. Why? You can't go to the next level on the same level. Why? Now, let me give you a quote from Ayn Rand. The question isn't, who is going to let me? It's who is going to stop me. Now, that's beast mode. I'd rather partner with somebody like that who's got a high school degree going all in than to partner with somebody from Harvard who's got a Ph.D. that's half-stepping, that's tiptoeing. Christopher Columbus said... You can never cross the ocean until you have the courage to lose sight of the shore. Going all in is faith displayed in action. Whatever it is that you want to accomplish has a wide level required to bring it about. Many of you are half-stepping because you doubt your own talent and ability. Now, the way to fix that is to shift your trust off yourself and onto God and His ability to make it happen. When you put your trust in the right place, all the hesitation you got will dissolve. If you're going to make a mistake, make it full speed. The question isn't who is going to let me. It's who's going to stop me. You see, champions are just average, everyday people who decided to put it on the line and go all in. That's right, go all in. Who's going to stop you? Listen, I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions, in the Lion's Den, and my new name, Mr. Wright. Why am I Mr. Wright? Because my wife says I'm always right. No, she don't, but that's just my version of the story. Anyway, you're tuned in the script from the Lion's Den. We're powered by We Inspire Network Radio. I'm partnering with a good team of people at We Inspire Network Radio. I want us to just win, baby. Win. I want to thank everyone who's tuning in tonight. You're the reason why we're here. Tonight, sir, from the Lions Den, we're talking to the life former, and it's more than meets the eye. Miss Marcella Phillips, and she is phenomenal. We just thank you so much for what you're bringing to the table tonight. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yes, indeed. Listen, <laughs> that that was powerful. How, that was powerful. How you encouraged those young people. Uh, God has to last say. I, I can. I can. I can almost visualize you. Talking to some of them, you know, that's just yeah. that's incredible. Um, yeah, that was I, that I, was that one thing that my mom always told told us, you know, when we were young. Mm-hmm. God, God has last say, and I never thought that would come back to me as I got older to use that, you know, um, with these kids. And it was just so natural to mm-hmm. say, like, wow, you know, mom, you prepared me to say just this to these kids, you know, and it was it was powerful, you know, just saying that to them, mm-hmm. you know. You know, it's incredible. I, I, you work with cancer and uh, sickle cell youth. I've worked with the autistic community, and I thought that was that was enough. I've worked with all of them from pre-K to kindergarten on up to teenagers. And then mm. autist, autistic kids, that was my – I was like, man, I'm at the top of the ladder. But when you said sickle cell and uh, cancer children right there on the front lines, I was like, man, mm-hmm. that's a whole other mm-hmm. topic right there, so. Yeah, and I can yeah. imagine the emotional pull, and and, and I appreciate you for for being real about the situation, and having the guts and the fortitude to take that you know take that fight, and that's what makes mm-hmm. you a powerful advocate that you are willing to take that mm-hmm. fight to the higher up. You know, I, I knew yeah. it was, I knew yeah. that was love. <laughs> but they that's one thing they know they they know I got their back. So uh, you know whatever, and and the thing about it, John is like. Um, 
when I came on the outside of it, I, I kind of teach them to advocate for themselves. This is your week. This is your sickness. And, and this is what you need to talk about this sickness. You need to let everybody know what you go through. And that's, that's part of their healing. And that's part of understanding and, and it's building and, and it's, it's helping them to be stronger um, by talking about it because they, you know, they go through all the peer pressure, all the bullying and all that stuff on top of being sick. And, and other kids don't understand why they can't come to school or why they can't play sports or why they can't be in, why they can't spend a night. Why, you know, why they can't do kid stuff. They don't understand the full effect of the, the whole sickness. And this is why I put on these shows, um, these events so that those kids can come out and talk about, um, what they actually go through. So they pretty much take over the whole show. Like when I do an event, they have the floor, they do the red carpet, they they host and, and they, they advocate. They they get on the stage and they, they're they my special guest speaker and they help us to understand because a lot of it I don't understand, especially with sickle cell. I didn't understand the whole dynamics of sickle cell. Why are you in so much pain? Because you look like you're okay. You know, so it help us understand what that sickle cell feels like. And and after um, the, the kids are more, they are really in tune um, with what these kids have to say. And it, it, it just woes me. Like, I'm like, wow, they're so interested in understanding what's going on with little Johnny. And um, mm-hmm. they ask questions and, and they engage in the conversation and all of that. So, and that's, that's the purpose of it. Is them helping each other, and you'll be amazed how these kids support each other. They really do. They support each other a lot, and uh, and and it just warms my heart. That's my mission: is for them to advocate and help us to understand what it is that they're going through, so that we can help them. If we don't, that's that's yeah, that's incredible. Because you you, see, we can go all we can go all day talking about kids. Because I love me some kids, and especially the Um, bad ones. I said the bad, the better, the better. You know, yeah, that's a just, challenge for me. <laughs> it's a challenge, yeah, right. I had one kid today. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get back to the interview. Y'all wait, hold on. I gotta tell y'all this. You know, this uh, <laughs> this one kid. He said, he said, he said, I'm a little off today. I ain't take my medicine. I said, that's all right. You're not your medicine. We just get to see the real you, and you just get to be yeah. the real you today. But I said, I, I said, it's all right. <laughs> I said, they can do it. You can be you for today. So go off, do what you be you. You know, I, I got you. Okay, now, uh. Uh, and that, this is so powerful. What, what what would you say has been a defining moment for your career as, as well as for your life? Um, the defining moment. Well, well, when I when I lost my mom, um, I grieved mm-hmm. um, a lot, and and I I didn't understand that it was like the hardest thing in my life that I had to deal with. Um, I didn't think I was gonna get through it, and um, so it, it turned into this. It turned into a spiritual thing. Uh, a journey for me, just getting um, over that and 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 through something. And at that point, I um I asked God to just come into my life and and give me my um, show me my purpose and help yeah. me give me strength to pursue the things that He wanted me to do. It wasn't even about me anymore. After my mom passed away it was just like I just surrendered everything over to God and say hey God you know this is this is your body your temple just use me to whatever it is that you need me to do 
at that point, mm-hmm. when I said that, when I spoke it, it's just like my whole world just changed. I started no. getting so consumed into things, like things were just happening, mm-hmm. and I was just, I always said it was my mom, mm-hmm. you know, I said, this is my mom, mm-hmm. you know, she, this is her personality, yeah, she would be you. doing this to me, yeah. and uh, things were just coming about, I was getting awards, and, and I was getting um, um, put in movies, and get, you know, getting all this um <laughs> all this exposure and, you know, just one person after another, would you, would you like to do this? You know, just all these opportunities just started open. The doors just started opening. And a lot of, I promise you, a lot of stuff that I did not even reach out for the radio show guy, people that I didn't even know, just reaching out to me uh, via Facebook or social media. Hey, can you be on my radio show? Can you do this? Can you do that? And I'm like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I, I asked God to give me a voice. Give me a platform so that I could speak about the things that 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 matter. Um, I could be a voice for the voiceless. And then all of a sudden, I get this call, and this guy wanted me to be on his radio show, be a radio host. And I was like, Wow, this is my opportunity to talk about the things that I want to talk about. And everything that I was speaking about was everything was just coming. And I've always yeah. been the type of person who's always been behind the scenes. And this particular time, I was telling me. I need you in the front. I need people to see you. You need to shine. You need to be a light for other others. Yeah. yeah, and then I started just like boom, 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 and I, and I looked back at like when you was reading off my bio, and I, I had that mm-hmm. reflection one day, and I said, oh my God, I've just been in this zone. I have not even realized <laughs> that I've been doing all these things, like really seriously. And it had not been me. It's not been me. I promise you. It's just been like one opportunity after next. And I and I wait on things. I don't I don't go before mm-hmm. myself. I, I wait on God mm-hmm. and I don't I stay in my lane, you know. I, I walk mm-hmm. in my own path and my own journey and if it doesn't make sense in my life, I don't go I don't do it. And so that's just been that reflection, you know, I think it happened when my mom passed and I was just going through my whole grieving thing. And I I just started seeing life in a different way. And the whole spiritual thing just started going for me and the whole journey and all. And that's why I call it a journey. And, um, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I love how you uh, put it in perspective when you said I walk in my own path, because I've, Mm -hmm. I've seen and known so many people that they're, they're living a life that's not theirs, you know, it's, it's yes. not the life that yes. they want to live. It's something that yes. somebody has given them or that they kind of got stuck in. But it's like, I love you somebody. Walk in my head. <laughs> and if it, if, it don't make, if it don't make sense to me, I, I feel it that. Well, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't make sense, it's not for me. And a lot of things I've turned away from, I've gotten offered to get awards and stuff like that that don't even match with mm-hmm. anything. And I've turned them down because I'm like, that's not me. Okay. That's not... I, what am I getting that award for? Like that's not okay. that's not for me. But I can nominate that person who I feel is deserving right, of right. that type of a, an award, you know, and stuff like that. So yeah. it, it's it's I just try to maintain my lane. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like somebody wanted to give me uh, the hip hop artist of the year award, and I was like, wait a minute, I just started my battle rap career. Well, not really, but anyway, <laughs> I digress. Marcella, Marcella, you you're grounded, you're wise, you're observant, and yet you love life. Uh, how do you balance that passion that you have uh, for everything, but you know, for your heart as well as living your life? How do you balance all that? 
Well, most of, most of the things that I do are is my passion. So it's so mm-hmm. easy. It's purposeful. Okay. Okay. It's so easy. And it's like second nature. Like I breathe it, sleep it, eat it, all that. So it just mm. goes so smooth. And, and people think that I don't sleep. They think I'm a robot. And I always And I just laugh about it because I'm like, I am right here on my bed. I am working. I am I'm sleeping. But people think that I don't rest. I don't don't do that. But I I do. I maintain. Mm -hmm. I I take time for myself. I meditate. Mm -hmm. Um, I I I date myself. Um, Mm -hmm. I've learned Mm -hmm. to do that. (laughs) This last couple of years, learned to just. I've never been the type of person to be by myself and I'm learning mm-hmm. to be by, it's okay to be by myself. Um, it, that was one of my fears of being by myself mm-hmm. and, uh, even dating, you know, I've always, you know, been mm-hmm. with someone I was, you know, it's married and then, you know, long relationships and stuff like that. So for the first time in my life, mm-hmm. I'm single and I'm by myself. And so everything that I pretty much do I'm by myself and I had to get used to that, but I'm in a good, comfortable place with it. Um, uh-huh. Just, just Mar- getting Marcella, to know who I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't mean to interrupt you, but would you call, would you call that self love? Would you put that in the category of self love? Absolutely. Yourself? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> that That's powerful because as you were speaking that thing, I was like, you know what? It's so many people who are where you are. They struggle mm-hmm. with it. Man, maybe they have yeah. a problem, you know, finding that love. What the Whitney Houston said: the greatest love of all, uh, lo- you know, yeah. uh, love, loving, learning greatest. to love yourself. You know, it's not yeah. like it's one of the greatest. It's the greatest, love, yeah, learning to love gift. yourself. <laughs> it's the greatest yeah. gift of all. Mm-hmm. And it, it is, um, is it so true? Mm-hmm. How how did you get into acting, Marcella? I got into acting. Um, my friend Kay Chills um, saw this opportunity mm-hmm. for me to, and I always, I, deep down inside, I, I felt like I always wanted to act because I'm always acting silly. And me and my kids, we just, you know, do this uh-huh. little skits and copy movies and stuff. You know, we have that kind of little yeah. fun time together. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I always told them like years ago, I say we should do a script. We should do a script and just do a mother, daughter, son, act it out, that kind of thing, because we're always playing around the house and doing stuff like that. And um, mm-hmm. But I never thought that I would be, like, on a show. <laughs> um, wow. I got uh, – I get a call from uh, KG. Actually, I think before then – yeah, no, that was the first one. Uh, being Mary Jane, he he got this. He saw this opportunity for me, and he sit, submitted it. He sent it to my email. I was like, "What's your email?" He sent it. He said, "Fill this out, and you need to apply for this. You need to go for this. You you need to be on this." You know, he always see the great in me. Is that that is my brother from another mother, and uh, yeah, that, that, he, so he, cool, I said, <laughs> he is. And I said, you know what? I said. Mm. I don't know if I'm gonna be picked, but let me let me go ahead and submit this little thing. And I just submitted it, and I get a phone call the next day, and I'm at work, and I'm just screaming, and I'm like, oh my god, they want me to come and be on married like the next day, like that after probably like mid morning, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm going on set. Oh, I gotta get my hair done. I'm just going crazy, <laughs> and uh, I got my real first feel of 
acting, and I'm like, I was not impressed after the end of the day. Because <laughs> okay. we were on set for 15 hours. Woo. So, like, 15 okay. hours. Yeah, we built for that. 15 hours, but when wow. I saw that check, I was like, okay, ah, I'm entering I mean, a different kind of world right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, I love that. Well, you, you know yes. what? I, I did a little, I did a little, I've done some acting. I remember I got my first taste of, taste of acting. Matter of fact, I got an award for it. I was in the third grade. I played a tree, you know, I, I, I played a tree. I just stood there and, uh, I, I man, I man, I made it. I brought that tree to life. I just looked in, anyway. anyway. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Hey, but that was that was the first thing that I, I did, and then um, I get a, I get a call. Well, get a social media is, is powerful because a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. I've gotten was through social media. People don't understand like, oh, you're always on Facebook, you're always on Instagram. Okay, that's they, opportunity. They it depends on what you're looking for. Right, they don't understand. Yeah, what you're looking you for is what you're gonna get, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you can use it for whatever you know you desire to use it for. But anyway, it found me. I didn't find it, and um, I get an opportunity to be in a movie, like a real movie, and and I played a um acting coach in this movie called Making Moves, Making Moves the movie. And you know, I was always okay. using this hashtag Lady on the Move, <laughs> which was kind of ironic that I would be in this movie. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, that was um, a great show. I played an acting coach for uh, Sean Baker, actor Sean Baker in there. So he gave me a lot of good tips doing the whole um, uh, movie set on the movie set and everything. So it was really cool. And I was able to bring a little of my own personality into it. Um, so that was like my first movie movie. Um, that I was in. So just going to a, a movie premiere and people see you on the screen and they start screaming out your name in the movie theater. It's like, oh. <laughs> like, I think oh, wow. I made it. You know, that kind of thing. I think I made it. Right? So, oh, man, that's so exciting. Yeah. But then one so thing we, just kind of like went from after that, you know, one thing after Survivor's mm-hmm. Remorse and mm-hmm. um, Married to Medicine and I've been in like, you know, just some background stuff, um, loving hip hop and all that other stuff. So, you know, it was, and then I actually cast um, a group that I was managing, um, the Shelton's. I casted them for a movie with Forrest Whitaker and Usher, a movie called Burden based on a true story. It's a real, um, true Christian story about a, um, um, pastor in South Carolina who mm-hmm. uh, was uh, battling with the KKK and um, a whole wow. lot of stuff went on down there. It's a really, really good, uh, good, real good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they played the choir um, of this church okay. in that movie and Forrest Whitaker played the, the pastor and Usher was the son. And, and so it made it, it made it to Sunday, to the Sundance film festival. So I was proud of that. Oh, you know, to have wow. my, uh, yeah. Man, I'm telling you, we just we just applaud your accomplishment. Let's listen. You know, <laughs> I always I always ask, you know when people come on the show, I ask them questions sometimes, and I, and I, you know just trying to get the truth, but sometimes people won't answer. The I'll answer the question. You, know? you want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Handle the truth. Listen, we got it. Is there is there anything that people mistake about you when they see you? but it's far from the truth of who you are. Um, 
I I think so. Um, I remember a mm-hmm. time where a, a friend of mine told me that uh, a friend of hers, a mutual, well, she, she wasn't my friend. She was my friend's friend, but I was cordial um, with her. Um, and, and you know, you have those friends who just kind of um, they're territorial, whatever not. But right, this particular right, girl yeah. told told my yeah told my friend that she didn't like me. And that was the first time in my mm-hmm. life that I've ever heard of anybody not liking me. <laughs> and I was like, and she, and she, she was like, what, "Why you don't like me? Why women? Hold on. <laughs> yeah, like, why you don't like me?" And she was, and my friend was like, "Yeah, she told, she said she didn't like you and I, and it just made me mad." And 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 they fell out about it. And she was like, "How you not like Marcella? How do you not? Why don't you like Marcella?" And I was like, "Yeah, why don't she like me?" <laughs> and um, I, I, I've always been cordial. I said, but I'm, I have a strong discernment right. for people too. I know when people right. are right. real and when they're not, and you know, and I go by energy. You know, if your energy yeah. ain't good, yeah. I don't, I don't even deal with you. That's yeah, it. and and, and, and it's, so I'm like, and and right. I'm cordial at the same time. But um, yeah, mm. so I think I, I don't know what that thing is. That people will say people may mistake me as being um, hmm, a little standoffish. I would say I'm just okay. I'm just cautious. I'm very cautious. Right, right. Um, we we just observe our we just observe our environment, you know, yeah. and take what comes into it. Right. Yeah, and since I, when I'm a, um, I'm such a giver. Um, people will take advantage of that. I've had people who've taken advantage of me, who who got me for money, who's got me for um, mm-hmm. you know um, toys, mm-hmm. you know whatever, all the stuff that I'm doing um, for the community. Right, right. You know they have conned me and stuff like that. But you only get a chance to do it one time because you know God has always got His eyes on me. So I just like I let it go. I let you have that one. But um, but I, I kind of try to do things. You won't get another one. So right. even with the Christmas, Christmas, absolutely. With with Christmas give back, you know, I kind of like sort of ad- adopting families instead of just okay. going out and just giving out toys and stuff and having people call me and say, hey, I need toys for my right. kids and all this stuff. So I kind of okay. like screen people a little bit and then just yeah, get with yeah. families who really, really need, really that That's don't right. have anything. And so I personally take them to them myself and um mm-hmm. it, and it, it just it just creates a great bond and 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 I understand their need to maybe you know want to help them with other things later on or if I know of any other resources I'll send them directly to this family so it's more personable now um the way I do it um so that kind of mm-hmm. helped me right, from yeah. feeling burned and and used in uh-huh. a way so I I kind of do it that way bitter. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. my kids are like, Mom, That's you need to stop. You need you you giving this and this and that. I said, Well, let me let me just do it a different way so that I won't, mm-hmm. you know, like you say, feel bitter and, and may mm-hmm. want to stop doing what I'm doing. You know, I don't want to get discouraged about what I'm doing and so I just make it a personal um Right. Give, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that philanthropist side of you is still able to uh, thrive, you know. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey, listen, listen. We gotta take a quick break, and we're gonna come back, and we're gonna we, we hate to close it, but man, this is so powerful. We have really oh, been enjoying tonight. 
I know, right? You you truly are a life former. Hey, when that, when I first heard life former, I said, What? That one born to me. You don't know, transform life. But you you truly are a life Okay, I'm going to break. We we hey, we'll be right back. Y'all hold on. We'll come back to it. We'll come back. Hello. My name is Minister Lloyd Bell Jr., CEO of We Inspire Network Radio. God bless you, and I am Minister Annie Bell, the COO of We Inspire Network Radio. We had you, our listeners, in mind when we created We Inspire Network Radio, or as we like to call it, Win Radio. We incorporated your thoughts and opinions to ensure that our programming will embody true inspiration. And we will continue to bring relevant and heartfelt shows that cater to the needs and wants of our growing listener base. Please, subscribe to our network so that you can stay connected. Join us here every week where together, through God, we win. A lion leads. It's about having the courage to stand and fight for your life, having the strength to go bravely in your own direction, even if others walk away. You tread your own path. Only you know what's best for you. Only you know what path to take. Only you know your courage, your strength, your heart. Everyone has the heart of the lion inside of them. Let it out. Let it scream out of you. Like the lion, unleash the beast. In you. That's right. Strap up. Unleash that beast. I'm Apostle John L. Solomon, the Lion Among Lions. That's right. You're tuned in straight from the Lions Den. We're powered by We Inspired Network Radio. Man, I'm telling you, tonight has been phenomenal. Talking to Mar- Marcella Phillips. She's a true, you are a true life former. As we, as I, as we read your bio, uh, it, it's even, it's more than me say, ah, the bio speaks so many volumes, but just, uh, talking with you and discussing what you're doing, and it's like it really is the tip of the iceberg because it. What's that song? That gospel song ain't tired yet because you have so much more that you're going to so do. Much. You know, so much to do. I, I have so much to do. I'm not. I'm not well, done I'm, yet. <laughs> you ain't done yet. Uh, where have you seen God's hands move the most in your life? Um, oh, I know all over it. But what, 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 what would you say? Mostly with um, patience and strength and and power, just giving me the power to pursue whatever it is that I desire. Um, and, and through pain, and through pain became my became my purpose through all of this. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a survivor of domestic violence. Um, you know, single mom. I came to Atlanta with two kids and two hundred and some dollars in my account and uh and just finding the finding a way and, and, and just uh having faith and trusting God that he every day is gonna be a different day. Um it's gonna be a better day. And and just me looking back on all of that and, and I can tell my kids, like you're gonna go through some stuff. You're gonna go through some mm-hmm. stuff, but you keep the faith and you keep moving. And 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 through all everything that you you've been through, there's a purpose behind it. And once you start finding that purpose of what that was, then you'll be able to move on gracefully. Like everything that that comes at you will be like, 
you know, you'll feel like a transformer or a, a, or a superwoman or superman or somebody. Everything will just ricochet off of you, you know. And so I've, I've just learned that I, I don't hold grudges. I, I, I teach my kids, my nephews, all my mentees to forgive. Once you get through that forgiving process, you're good. Like that's that blockage that holds you back from pursuing everything that you desire. Once you forgive and like specifically forgive. And I'm saying like, I'm preaching. Like I forgive you ex-husband for that time when you pointed that gun at my head and you threatened to take my life. I forgive you for that. I'm specific with that. I'm I'm calling out your name and I'm, and I'm, I'm calling out what you actually did to me. And and once you move past that, it's like you're, man. Thank God for that because I would I wouldn't be where I am, and I get very emotional about that because that was a hard that was a hard moment. I was, it was a stuck moment, and I didn't understand that forgiveness part. And I just started forgiving people, and then started forgiving myself. And mm-hmm. you have to forgive yourself too, because <laughs> you yes. put yourself through a lot of things too for no Come reason. That's right. And, and, That's right. Yeah, you forgive Man, people, you forgive so yourself, and yes. yeah, yeah. You so know, that, I, I that. do that sometimes. I'll go through. I said, I'm clean. I'm clear. I'm transparent. I said, God, I don't forgive everybody. He said, What about so and so? What about? I said, Oh, <laughs> you know how to say? What about that one? I said, Oh, okay. Them, yeah, all I did. Yeah, that, yeah. That's so powerful. But you know what, John? You cannot give you cannot give people that power over you. So you have to that's forgive right. them. And and when you don't forgive them, it's like they they hold that key to your life. They hold that key to what what's in front of you, and you can't even see what's in front of you because you're so busy holding on the holding on to the grudges and all the bitterness and everything that they've done to you, and you can't even see what God has in front of you because you're stuck right there. And once you start shedding all of that away, and and you can just see clear like wherever everything that He has in front of you. So that's one of the things that I have learned in my life that to forgive and move on, and 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 that you have a, a mission right in front of you. You got things to do. That's my thing. That's I have things to do. <laughs> Man, I, I, I can't, I I can't have you in my way because I got. <laughs> That's right. You can't be in my. You know what? Uh, at the turn of the at the turn of the year 2015, uh, I you know at 2014 I got to make it. I got to Georgia in 2013, but and you know me and my father we we had we had a rocky. I had a lot of animosity towards him, but at the beginning mm-hmm. of 2015, my wife was telling me you need to forgive him and this and that. She yes. kind of broke some things down for me, and uh, I released mm-hmm. him, and we we began to talk about what we were going to do in this new path. And then in mm-hmm. February, he passed away. And I just wow. thank God for the opportunity that I had to, to clear the space, you know, That's to right. get all that, all that Ooh. debris out of the way, you know? And I said, man, yes, yes. it's so powerful. And how I, the conviction I would have had to carry if he had yes, went to the grave and I'm still not. holding on to this and that, That's you know? right. That's right. That, that would have ate you up, like, like seriously. And 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 that's what I I try to teach these young people because you know I became a life coach to help um, young people transition into their purpose. Um, some wow. of them may not want to go to college, but they may have that purpose or that passion deep within them that they want to pursue instead. 
and just helping them mm-hmm. to define what that is. That's that's my goal. It's like let's let's see what what your what your strengths are, what where your passion is, mm-hmm. where your heart is, what you desire to do first. Because you're gonna come back to it anyway. Once you get to all those degrees and all that stuff, you're gonna come right back to your passion. It might be you wanna play the piano or guitar or something like that. But that that was in your heart to do. And so I try to help them figure that out. Um and I mostly I deal with my family members. <laughs> uh, well, they call well, me their life you, coach. You you are definitely the life coach. You might the life former. Listen, we you know what? I hate to go, but we we're gonna pick this up see in season three because they're picking me up again. We're gonna bring them back. We'll bring the life former back. How how y'all feel about bring bringing the life, the life former, former back. back season three? <laughs> what y'all think? Marcella, we have a few minutes before we go. There's someone listening to you tonight who may be going through some things, some struggle, and you are a proficient and articulate as well as heartfelt uh, speaker. If you could just minister to them for a minute, whatever they're going through, uh, maybe your words could just help them. If you could just take a few moments and share with them. I would would just have to say um, just stay focused. Don't give up. Um, and know that you, you do have a purpose in this life. Um, God have you here for a reason. You're not, you're not here to just to be burdened and, and to be in, in pain. And he has a purpose for you. And once you surrender that, surrender yourself to him, um, you will be able to see your purpose. Um, don't, don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on life. And to just stay focused. That's that's my main thing. Is just stay focused. Keep your eyes on the prize. Because there's mm. something there's something waiting for you out there. So. All right. That, hey, we just thank y'all. So tonight, they, there you have it. Uh, Marcella Phillips, the CEO and founder of I T E E. I T E International Talent. I T E E International Talent Elite Enterprise Incorporated. March third. We we have changed the date. To the uh, okay. Youth Excellence Award on March third, um, we will be at the Porter Sanford Arts, and we will be uh, we're nominating youth of, uh, in the community mm-hmm. or doing excellent things. Uh, if you know of a child that is um, rewarding of a uh, excellence award, um, please send their um, bio and their picture to Marcella M A R C E L L A dot I T E E at gmail dot com so that we can you know let them know the great things that we right. see them do in the community? So, excellent. Hey, there you have it. March the third, uh, the uh, the Young People's Award. Hey, we're gonna be there. Listen, That's right. tonight you've been blessed. We we've ended the show with a bang. What what better way to end the show? The season. Uh, we're gonna, we're gonna be back next week. We're gonna give y'all the best of the Lions Den. But tonight has been a blessing. It's blessed my heart. It has changed me. Listen. Forgiveness is what she mentioned. She talked about being authentic. So many things. You gonna catch the replay. So if you didn't, if if you heard it tonight, you catch that replay and let somebody know it's gonna be coming, and we're gonna get it to you as soon as it's up. We just appreciate you, Marcella. We bless you. We thank well, you thank for tonight. you, and thank you for all you you guys do. You and Lisa are so great. Your spirit is so warm. Oh. I love being around you guys, and oh, keep man. doing what Same you're doing. Amen. Right, we will. <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm Apostle John F. Fowlman. 
the uh, host of Strength from the Lions Den. And guess what? As we close this season, I want you to know that we the willing, led by the unknowing, are doing the impossible, sometimes for the ungrateful. We've done so much with so little for so long, we are now qualified to do anything with nothing. And it's all because of God. We just give God Amen. glory and praise, and we just ask you to keep standing, and we're going to go out with this. Y'all, good night. We'll see you next week. We got a rock concert. Just turn it up. There we go. Come on. For great. Everybody got to declare it. Everybody get on your feet. Say, this is my season. Yes. To reap what I have sown. <laughs> Let me testify just a minute. See, I haven't been perfect. No. But I sure been faithful. God's got a purpose, hey, and I know he's able. I've got to see in the ground that he's blessing, no more stressing. I've got to see in the ground, and it's growing. Now it's showing this is my seed. Come on, church, for grace, for favor. Yes, it is. This is my season. Give me some of this mic right here. Come on, sing it again, church. Say, this is my season for grace, for favor. Yes, it is. This is my season. Everybody declare to me what I have. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.